We have a fun one for you tonight, guys. Listen, disrespectful trades, jokes, but a lot of insight on week three of the NFL here at the Russell. Stay tuned for the whole show for a bunch of laughs and our in-season tip. Outstanding. Another episode of The Russell. We've got Cody here, big homie Ooze. We got football tonight. We're going to have a good show. We're going to do some starts and sits, get into a little preview of week three. But as always, please go follow us on rosterupmedia.com and all of our social uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all the above. Check out our other shows, our other teams, DFS. Content is just flowing here at Roster Up Media. Like always, let's just get into things. Ooze, hit us up with the news today. Let's go. All right. Uh, we got news this week before the C, uh, before the week three matchups. Uh, OBJ missed the first two weeks of uh, the season. Healthy scratches. Uh, well, they're easing them in. So now he's a full go for this week three matchup, which is great. Um Jarvis Landry is going to be out. It's going to be Najoku. It's going to be OBJ. It's going to be, you know, uh, Hunt and uh, and Nick Chubb in the offense this week. Uh, Cooper, uh, Amari Cooper, limited practice. I'm not afraid that he's not going to play this week. It's a rival game. It's a divisional game. It's at home in Houston. I mean, in Dallas, sorry, um, against the Fighting Phils. The Eagles, the Green Birds, uh, see baby over there rooting for the birds. <laughs> I just wanted him to respond. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I, that shot me so much I had no comment. I couldn't talk. <laughs> yeah, I forgot how to breathe right there. <laughs> As he wears his Dallas Cowboy hat, right? <laughs> for real. Um, Trey Sermon on a good path to play this this week on Sunday. Um, Elijah Mitchell has a good chance. If it was me, staying away for those um, good pickups actually this week um, in, in, in the light of those is uh, they picked up Jaquise uh, Cannon and uh, uh, sorry, Jaquise Patrick and Tr- Trenton Cannon um, and Chris Thompson, former, uh, former running back from uh, the Redskins, Washington football team now. Um, Wentz. Doesn't look doesn't look likely to play this week. You know, didn't practice Monday, Tuesday, didn't practice Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday. Both ankles are MIA right now. Um, Tua, he was a day-to-day, now out for week three. It is rib injury, cartilage injury. Um, Antonio Brown just got put on the COVID list. Hey, that's Scotty Miller time, right? That's Scotty Miller time. Um, Antonio Gibson was living in practice and Will Fuller is off of suspension now. So he's good to go. But with two out, still staying away from the offense. Thank you. Thank you, as always. All right. We're going to try something new tonight. We're going to rapid fire through the week three preview games. We're going to see how fast we can do them, but still give you, you know, good content and good data and good advice. But before that, let's get into our starts and sits for the week. Um, 
Cody, let's start with you. Three sits, three starts, and, uh, you know, get the people what you got. Three sits and three starts. All right, so I'm sitting the San Francisco running backs. A little too much roulette right now. I'm going to sit them right now, especially if I've got bench depth. You should have bench depth. If you're absolutely desperate, then you can plug in Elijah Mitchell, but I'm sitting them. All right. When it comes down to starts, I think you can potentially, this is a deep, deeper start. All right. I think you can potentially lean back on Cedric Wilson if you picked him up last week. All right. I think, I think you're going to have to throw the ball on the Eagles. Let's look at 12 team PPR, 14 PPR. I think that's one that could be a little bit of a sleeper there. Um, <clears throat> Ooze, I'd kind of like to hear what you think. I'd, I'd like to go 1v1. Why don't you give yeah. one of your starts, one of your sets? Uh, I saw some head nod there on the Cedric Wilson one, looking for a little bit of a deeper one. Yeah. Um, so for me, Randall Moore, um, it's going to be a great, great, great week for him. Um, PFS had uh, their explosive pass plays at 26% for week three. It's going to be a time of their lives. It's going to be another Kyle Murray uh, five touchdown day against the Jacksonville Jaguars. They're going 0 17, by the way. Okay. Urban Meyer just ain't it. If you're talking to another coach and saying, hey, it feels like playing Alabama every week, you got to be out of here. This I've been telling you guys week after week, this guy ain't it. Okay. But Randall Moore definitely is going to be a start of the week. Put him in. Put him in. Give me this week, Trevor Lawrence. Against mm. Arizona, pace up game, got to be throwing the ball. Hey, we're, we're hey, I'm not going to come out here and tell you guys to start Patrick Mahomes. None of that BS. We're, we're going to be reaching. We're going to take some chances here. You need a quarterback. Plug Lawrence back in. All right, this is going to be a top five pace up game this week. You really can't run the ball against that front seven. He's going to face a lot of pressure, but it, it's the Cardinals. They're going to have to keep pace, and, and and I think we just all know that. I think you can go right back to Trevor Lawrence, sticking with the Jags. I'm st- if I can, I'm still benching James Robinson. If you if you drafted late and you took him in the second or third round, I'm sorry, folks. I'm sorry. I, I hope you got a better spot there, so, someone to be able to sit him. I'm not a huge believer, and I, I think the Cardinals' run defense is actually actually not terrible. Oh, my turn. Very juicy. Kenny G. Oh, okay. Kenny G. Oh, my goodness. Give me more. Give me more. Okay? <laughs> I am excited. Excited for Kenny G this week. He is going against Atlanta, Atlanta, and at home. Give me some Kenny G. He's going to be in my uh, fest lineups as my flex. Okay, he's going to be in my season-long lineups. I have him in two leagues, got traded for him, all right? Please. He's been getting his targets, just not getting his yards. 64 the first week, 38 the second week. But this week right now, after yelling at Jason Garrett, he's like, yo, we got Atlanta next week. The Phils got 33, put 33 on them. We're going to, we're going to put 36 on them. Give me Kenny G. Give me Kenny G. I love it. I love it. I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you another little bit of a sleeper here. Some of you, when it comes to tight ends, I think, I think there's, you're, you're obviously still starting the Mark Andrews of the world where you drafted him. I think he's going to be fine. Uh, You're not sitting guys like that, but if you're struggling between a Hunter Henry and a guy like Austin Hooper, Cole Komet, um, and, and it's really tough to figure out which one of those guys to start because you waited on tight end. Cole Komet against the Cleveland pass funnel, tight end funnel. I think if you're desperate at tight end, 
I think that's someone that you can plug in and, and he should be able to see some targets. I think that offense will be a little more fun to watch with Justin Fields, uh, in, with Justin Fields in the lineup. Once you finish it, finishes up, Booz. All right. My next one I have here, it's going to be a nice one. I, again, I'm looking for explosive plays. I'm looking for bad, going against bad defenses, right? Mm-hmm. But it's going to be one of the starters. It's going to be a guy that, you know, everybody has, if not, was targeting, if you didn't get him, is Najee Harris. Going against Cincinnati Bengals at home, He, uh, you can talk to Cody. You can listen to, to the podcast. Najee Harris was one of the, like, pivotal points on some DFS uh, lineups last week. He was for me. He's going to Cincinnati. They're going to be running the ball. No Deontay Johnson. Like, they had a little scare with his knee. Clay, um, uh, Claypool and Juju cannot carry. And with Eric Ebron, Stonehands is all, all Nigel Harris this week. All Nigel Harris. Please give me some of that. That's what, uh, I, that's what I love to hear. What's next, Captain? Outstanding. I like those guys. I like that. All right, we're going to run through this preview. Um, I'll go. Oh, I thought we were doing little sets. We're not doing sets. Oh, my bad. Yeah, you're right. Cody had one sets. Yeah, I gave gave his sets. Oh, oh. yeah, go ahead. I I gave my sets, man. Go ahead. Did you? I'm so so, He snuck him in there. We're all messing up tonight. Well, let's just get this out there. We had a long day, all three of us. Yeah, I did. All three of us did have a long day, yeah. So we're... We're, we're, we're not on the ball today, but we're going to get on, we're going to get on it. Yeah, uh, it's turned into a therapy session. <laughs> <laughs> um, so one of my sits, hey, God, I'm so sorry, but it's got to be Joe Mixon. All right. I know a lot, like Ooh. Joe Mixon has popped off for the past two weeks. He's looking at Joe Mixon of 2019, but going against a stout, very stout uh, Pittsburgh defense. The one that didn't allow Joe, uh, Josh Allen to pop off. You know what I mean? Like, this is a really, really good defense, but Joe Mixon ain't it. If you have someone else deeper in, to play in your RB1, got to play him because Joe Mixon is not going to get you those yards. Um, two, my second one is Darren Henderson. I know he's a little injured. He's still taking 95% of the snaps. Um, Shona Michelle, even though he was injured, uh, didn't surprise anybody with his agility they didn't move the chains like we thought he would, but because he's not getting a lot of playing time. But going against Tampa Bay, they're going to just be passing the ball. There's going to be no targets. There's going to be no running. It's going to – one of the top five defenses in Tampa Bay, you know, Hal Zeke, um, who they played uh, – who did they play last week? They played um, – Chargers. Chargers. Austin Eckler only had like 60-something yards. You know, like this running backs against the Tampa Bay defense is a no-go. And then number three, number three, it's got to be, unfortunately, my Antonio Gibson, okay? I'm not liking him. I know it's – he's just not – I'm looking for at least 60 yard from him, but that's, that's a, a wild shot for me because he's going against Buffalo. Buffalo mm-hmm. is a top five, top five defense in running de- run defense. So, I, I know, big names on the, on the sets, not so big names on the, on the starts. So you, this is how you know we're getting the, the mix of the fantasy season. Absolutely. One, one thing before we move on, do you think the pass catching will help Antonio Gibson against the Bills? Or is no, it just because, a no-go? 
No, because uh, Antonio Gibson doesn't take the pass catching downs. It's um, uh, McKissick. McKissick. McKissick had almost 60 yards, I, I believe, when they were down against uh, um, the Giants, and he took all pass catching downs. Okay. All right. I can dig it. I can dig it. Um, all right. Let's move on to this preview. We're going to try and do this a little fast. Like I said earlier, I'll go between the two of you guys. And, you know, if you got anything, chime in. Cody, let's start with you. We got tonight Panthers versus Texans. Mm, what's his name? Davis Mills is starting. So tell us what you got <laughs> for that. <laughs> I tell you what, they, Davis Mills is a set. That's for sure. No, um, honestly, I'm not. Panthers D, start. <laughs> Or absolutely. I know we got to lock back in, guys. Right here. Right here it is. I mean, um, yeah, I mean, this game, I, I'm taking the Panthers easily. I th- I'm hoping McCaffrey doesn't get vultured from uh, in, in a blowout game. But you're starting all your Panthers, and you can play because the Texans should be behind. You can play um, the Brandon Cooks, and and I think a couple other guys like Nico Collins, some of those are sitting. So I think you can also play Anthony Miller, who should be at, who is active tonight for the first time this season. But I'm not going to spend a ton of time on this. I'm taking the Panthers. They should win the game because most of you guys are going to be listening to this after the game. What you got next? Ooze, we've got Cheelers versus the uh, Char- Chargers versus the Chiefs. Ooh, only, I was, almost messed I was, that up. I was about to say, Rob, messed that up because this is going to be. Both teams one on one, very explosive offenses on both sides. Um, on the Chiefs side, you know, don't get don't get too upset about Tyreek Hill not popping off like he did last week. But he's going to come back, not 197 yards, but he's going to get 100, 100 yards and a tutty. Um, Travis Kelsey always doing his thing. Pat Mahomes, Elair, am I worried about him? Yes, because he did have family issues last year. Um, cost them the game on Monday night or oh, Sunday night. Sorry. Um, but besides that, everybody else is fine. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at the timer and I'm like thinking in my head. Uh, so chargers, <laughs> my boy, Mike Williams, keep feeding him the rock. I love this kid. He's 26 years old. He's going to be a star. Okay. Injuries hindered him his first two seasons, but start. You're starting Mike, uh, Mike Williams. You're starting uh, Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen is scaring me because the touchdowns are not getting there, but hopefully within the season he's going he's to pop off there. Um, Jared Cook should have had a touchdown. For those who are looking for a um, uh, tight end, look for Jared Cook because he's getting his targets, but he's just not getting an end zone now. Um, and Chuck's and Herman, if you're streaming quarterbacks. Austin Eckler. Look out for uh, – what's, what's this – not Justin Jackson, the other running back, because Austin Alcorn. Round Tree. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Round Tree. Round Tree is 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 digging in his his snaps, and is doesn't help with the the foot injury that he's been dealing with and the concussion. So pick him up, bench stash. That's the a best, lot of that's a bench stash right there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Next up, we touched on this game a little bit earlier, but recap real quickly. Uh, Cody Cardinals and the Jags. Cards, Jags, Trevor Lawrence, I think he's a start this week. James Robinson gave him as a sit against that front seven. 
uh, to go along with the Jags, which by the way, folks, I gave more than one sit. Come on now. Spades, Spades <laughs> throwing me under the bus over there earlier. No, it's just no one would, let's just turn this into therapy session, right? No one wants yeah. to listen to me. Nah. Um, LaVisca, you can, you can start the Jags receivers. I think LaVisca has been the one uh, with the most draft equity that people have been frustrated at. You should have been able to draft in the six to eight round. He's got a 20% target share. He just runs a low A dot. Eventually he's going to pop off and I think he's going to be fine. He looks like he's getting healthier through the week. So I think you can go right back to LaVisca Chenault on the Cardinal side. Exactly like who said, Rondell Moore, uh, we talked about this on the DFS show, actually leaves the team in target share. D-Hop and A.J. Green are tied for second. Um, you can start any Cardinal you want. Uh, you shouldn't be overly desperate at this point in week three, so you shouldn't quite need um, anything too desperate. But uh, I think for this game, you can uh, play a Jags receiver. I think LaVisca is fine to go right back to the well, To Marvin Jones should be fine. DJ Chark, if you're desperate, you can plug him in. He's just getting fewer targets on those deep routes. But I do think the Cardinals uh, win this game. Number one is situation neutral pace. Jags are number 24 situation neutral pace. But I think they forced the Jags to speed up, and that's why I like Trevor Lawrence this week uh, from, from that perspective. But I got the Cardinals, of course, winning this game. All right, moving right along. I can dig all that. Ooze, the Browns with OBJ back, but no uh, Landry, and then the Bears. Yeah, um, so we're going to start over with the Browns. So no no uh, Landry. OBJ is back. Um, they're going against a stout run defense of the Bears. Joe Mixon last week only had 69 yards. That's three, three and a half uh, yards per carry. So with Nick Chubb, I think the play here is going to be cream hunt in the passing downs um, because they're going against that Bears defense is top five this week. Um, And with the, I'm sorry, I'm just like kind of losing it. I'm like slowing down a little bit, but um, Baker had a, had a shoulder injury this week. He, God, I'm I'm blurring out for 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 two seconds. Give me a second. Don't pass that on us, bro. No, I'm like Not I'm like just, air. yeah. <laughs> I'm like I don't know why I'm like I'm tweaking right now. So <laughs> baby, come back. Yeah, I know <laughs> you can blame it all on me. Um, because <laughs> I'm trying to fast pace and trying to get all this information and and it's just like throwing in my head. But OBJ play this week. Cream Hunt. It's going to be the better play because that defense of the Bears stopped Joe Mixon last week, like I said before. Um, Najoku might be another play for you guys. Uh, on the on the uh, Bears side, Justin Fields getting his first start as an NFL quarterback. Um, what does that do with Allen Robinson? What does that do with uh, David Montgomery? David Montgomery's going to get a lot of carries. They're going to try to help this rookie out. They're going to try to limit his throws so that way he can get comfortable. And then when he does get throws, it's going to be like nice play action to play actions to Allen Robinson. So that this is going to be a good game for them. All right. Next up, we've got Washington and the bills, Cody. We already had ooze mention how he's going to rather sit uh, Antonio Gibson, but what else you got from this game? Well, I'm not starting Taylor Heineke. 
That's for sure. Uh, I think you can still roll with the Bills' defense. I'm sticking with Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs no matter what. Uh, I think they're matchup proof. They're going to be fine. Uh, you haven't even got that much from them, and they still produced fine. They're going to pop off at some point. As for the uh, peripheral skill set positions on the Bills' side of the ball, I'm not starting Zach Moss. I'm not starting uh, Devin Singletary. I mean, I, I, I got to be hurting if I'm plugging those guys in. So not starting them. I think if you need um, a flex or wide receiver three, Cole Beasley or Gabe Davis or Emmanuel Sanders, kind of pick one, play roulette they're fine really from this game it's Josh Allen Stephon Diggs and on the other side I mean I I think Terry McLaurin might have the tougher matchup it's going to be tough to tell I think you just got to lower expectations for your Washington players um, across the board I think Gibson for me he's too explosive to sit so I'm still playing him but like you said I'm lowering expectations and hoping for uh, him sticking into the end zone because 60 yards is going to be tough and then Terry McLaurin I think he still gets there uh, in a in a fast-paced game very fast-paced game. Both of these teams are top 10 pass rate over expectations, top 10 situation neutral, and they're only going to get it faster as the season goes. So the offense is going to be there, but on the Washington side, I'm lowering expectations because these are very talented defenses. Um, but, I, I, you know, I think Buffalo takes it. And uh, with that said, I mean, I'm good to move to Colts and Titans for ooze. Oh, man. Before we get to that, one, one quick question for both of you. You've okay. got Aaron Jones, Cordell Patterson, Tony Pollard and Antonio Gibson. Who are your two running backs? Obviously, one is uh, Jones. So, who is your other running back starting? In season long, I'm going Gibson. I, I, I'm, I'm going with my stud there. Um, it, that's just that's just more more of that in season long. If I can squeeze Pollard in into the flex, then then cool. But if I'm pulling between, I decide between Pollard and Gibson. I, I still got to go Gibson. Who's? Yeah, yeah, I, I have to go Gibson as well. Um, If it was another starting running back, I'll, I'll probably go teeter the other way. But Pollard being the number two, even though he's his his uh, average per carries is better than Zeke right now. Um, I still like Zeke as that goal line, which he was uh, last week, got a touchdown, 77 yards. But uh, it's just the fact that he's going to be a flex play than uh, uh, RB2. All right. Back to the games, and you guys just helped uh, asking for a friend, basically. You just helped that guy out. But back to the games, <laughs> uh, Colts and Titans. Your team not looking uh, so hot without Wentz, but yeah. tell us what you yep, got. Yep, yep. Game-winning drive, couldn't, like, you know, two-minute warning, but the your best player's out, Carson Wentz, with both ankles shattered, okay? Uh, <laughs> this guy... <laughs> Uh, I don't. I don't know, people. You, you, Eagles fans are out here. Is like, please go back. We need that first round draft pick, right? Don't think it's going to happen. Um, but I regress. On the Titans side, you're starting everybody. This deep, like the Colts defense, does not look like they're in form. You know, they're not the top ten defense of last year. They got injuries in middle linebacker Darius Leonard with an ankle. Um, the pass rush is not getting to the quarterback. The safeties are not covering, and corners are just getting blown out of the water. So, A.J. Green um, – let's say A.J. Green, sorry. A.J. Brown is going to be your number one play. Um, Julio Jones, who went off for 100-something yards last week, almost had a touchdown, but he has big-ass feet. Get, Get the, the feet, feet in. in. You know what I mean? He don't got twinkle toes anymore. <laughs> he got big-ass right? feet. <laughs> he got big-ass feet. All right. Yo. That's going to be a play. Ooze, tell me – my boy JT is about to pop off. Come on now. It might, you know, what the crazy thing is, it might be the week because if it's Brent Hundley or is it Jacob Easton this week, they're not going to put it in their hands. They're going to put it in 
JT, they're going to put it in Naeem Hines. Those are your only two plays off the week. Zach Pascal, he might get you a touchdown, but it's not a start. Michael Pittman, because of the quarterback play, you, you can't start him this week. You know, he did he did well last week in 100-something yards because he had Carson Wentz, you know. But we are forgetting about the big boy who had 189 and three tutties. That's King Henry. All right. <laughs> this guy might go for another one. And um, it's sad to say, but, you know, last year we, we definitely stopped them. When we say stop, he had 100 yards. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you, you know, when you say stop with King Henry is 100 yards. You know what I mean? Anything over that, you know, you didn't stop him, right? So um, this week, um, as a as a Coast fan, I'm hoping our defense starts clicking. But, you know, this guy just came up a monster 182, three tutties. So all for 35 touches. So it, it's it's gonna, definitely going to be King Henry day. All right, moving right along. Cody, Saints, Patriots, uh, both teams. No, the Sa- Patriots didn't, but the Saints looked extremely bad last week. And we had the Patriots going up against the Jets, who looked, you know, better than usual. But I think that was just the Jets making them look better. So what do you got here for us? I mean, you're always starting Kamara. But apart from that, I mean, honestly, I said this on the DFS show, hard pass. Like, I'm just not playing anyone. you got to have better options than Saints, Patriots in your lineups. I mean, Jacoby Myers – if you need that flex play, should be deep all right. Leagues. But yeah, deep. I mean, if you're starting these guys, please tell me you're in a 14 to 16 team league that's full PPR. <laughs> I mean, if you're not, then then please come back next year. We'll walk you through the draft <laughs> and and just 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 close your app. That's it right there. Um, now there's always smoke with the waiver wire, so keep listening. Obviously, just download. Um, dude, that's it. Honestly, I'm not touching these dudes. All right, we're going. We're moving right along. <laughs> We got a good one for Ooze. You got your boy Kyle Pitts on one side of the field, and then the other side, uh, Kenny G. So talk to us, Ooze. Give me all of Kenny G, okay? Kenny, baby Megatron, okay? Give me. Give me. This guy had eight targets, only caught three of them for 38 yards, okay? But he's going against a very bad Atlanta defense, okay? Danny Dimes, give me some of that, Mm. okay? He wasn't throwing as well as I thought he would be doing, but he rushed nine nine times for 95 yards. Give me that. If you're streaming quarterbacks, give me that. Okay? You're starting starter Shepard, and you're starting um, uh, Saquon, because I think Sa- this is, might be a Saquon pop-up game as well. Okay? Everything about Atlanta is just bad. Quarterback, running back, Cordero passing might be a nice flex play. Um. You're obviously starting Kyle Pitts because you, the draft capital and and um, Kevin Ridley. But on the Kennedy side, this is going to be a nice, nice get back game for both Kennedy and Saquon Barkley. All right. Next up, we got a uh, divisional game, Steelers versus Bengals. Cody, what do you got here? Well, I don't know if I'll ever be able to trust Big Ben again. I mean, that, oh, no, that arm is looking – dude, that arm is looking swash. rough, but – for whatever reason, Deontay Johnson, if, if he's healthy, then just hold your breath and plug him in because he's going to get 12 targets. He's I, also going to get knocked out in the second quarter. He's, he's going to get knocked down in the second quarter, and he'll show up midway through the fourth and get six more targets, and you'll be able to survive. So that's what we're praying for right there. Um, Juju, I'm not much of a Juju guy. He's fine. He's a flex play. Chase Claypool, also a flex play. But Chase Claypool is getting the targets that you want. He's 
playing his role. Big Ben just looks bad. So I think Chase Claypool, that, that pop-off game, it's coming. Uh, I, d- I definitely think it's, I think he's someone that you can look at this week if you need an explosive flex player, a wide receiver three, something like that. Um, and then, dude, Nahi, it was totally with you there when you, you rented that in your start segment. Dude, the volume's there. You just got to keep plugging him in. The offensive line is terrible, but you probably don't have a better option. And, nope. and, and Nahi's he's going to be fine. He just has to get some yards before contact. On the Bengals side, lowering expectations for Mixon, like he said. I don't know if I'm starting Burrow quite yet because Bengals are actually bottom five and pass rate over expectation, which makes me a little concerned for uh, Joey B. However, when it comes to those wide receivers, uh, where you drafted them, they should all be maybe wide receiver two or flex play, wide receiver two, three, or flex play. That's how I see them this week. I think I think Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, I think uh, I see them fairly similar. I think Boyd in the slot as, as Burrow receives pressure from that Steelers front. I think Tyler Boyd's going to be fine, 14 PPR uh, points last week. I think that's kind of a reasonable expectation for for uh, Boyd to get in that range. And then Chase Higgins is kind of whichever one pops off for the touchdown. All those guys are startable, and I think they're fine. I'm just kind of lowering expectations there. And to me, they're just wide receiver two or flex plays uh, this week. But that's all I got uh, from the Bengals and Stiller standpoint. Ooh, next up, Ravens, Lions, go. Yeah. Yeah, Ravens Lions. Um, on a on the Lions side, the only person you're starting is D Swift, TJ Hawkinson, and those who listen, Cypress. You know he's getting targets left and right. Great flex play. Um, the Lions are going to be throwing the ball like always. On the Ravens side, Hollywood, Hollywood Brown. Okay, he might be having an eight for one thirty one two touchdowns. This Lions secondary is very bad. You saw what. Aaron, uh, Aaron Rodgers did to him. You saw what David uh, Devonte Adams did to him. You saw what Aaron Jones did to him. All right, in through the air, running, everything. This is going to be a bad game for the Lions. All right, so start. You're starting Lamar. Lamar is going to have 100 yards rushing. <laughs> all right, Tyson Williams is going to have 100 yards rushing. All right, Hollywood Brown, Mike uh, uh, Andrews, Mark Andrews, and Max Williams. Watch out for those two tight ends. All right, they're going to get targeted this week. Bad again, bad secondary. They're going to do work. They're going to do work. Next up, we've got Broncos and Jets. And for anyone listening, start the Broncos defense against the Jets, who gave up four picks. And I thought, I think what three of them, or maybe two of them, were back-to-back plays, like Absolutely something crazy. ridiculous like that. So, Cody, go ahead. <laughs> At one point, it was like zero for two. With <laughs> with two picks, two like picks, like yeah. like through the first two drives. Look, honestly, I'm a little I, I'm a little concerned here, MC, because um, Ooze is over here with this slate of games, and I'm I'm popping it off with the Panthers, Texans, Saints, Patriots, Jets, Broncos. <laughs> I mean, you thought you thought my nine to five was rough today, Ooze, <laughs> man. Ooze, this slate of games I'm having to cover over here. What the heck? I I mean, I don't want to touch anyone. <laughs> you what, know? what is what's going on? Teddy Bridgewater startable. Uh, uh, Tim Patrick, Cortland Sutton, they're startable against that Jets secondary, extremely beatable. You can start anyone on the Broncos side, and I'm not starting anyone on the Jets side except maybe Corey Davis because of that target share right there. Um, but again, uh, you should have you shouldn't have too many Broncos on, on your team. You might have a Noah Fant, you might have um, a Sutton, you might have picked up Tim, Tim Patrick. Really, again, at week three, you shouldn't have too many. Um, 
depth issues in your starting lineup. So, so Tim Patrick might be not be someone you're plugging in quite yet. Sutton nine for 159 last week, clearly uh, going to be usable against that Jets secondary. I think either of those guys you can plug into your lineup as a wide receiver, two, three, that flex range. And then you, I think you can start either running back. I think they're going to be startable because where you drafted them, they're probably your run, RB two or three. Uh, so I think anyone on the Broncos side is startable. And yes, obviously that defense, uh, like, like Andrew said, is, is certainly startable. Jets again, Re- reinforcing I'm not starting anyone unless uh, it's Corey Davis that's it that's it for me all right next up we've got Dolphins and Raiders uh, Derek Carr leading the league in passing like we mentioned on the last show 8 17 something like that surpassing the next person um, Kyler Murray by like 100 plus yards so ooze, go ahead yeah, this guy had two touchdowns, 382 yards last last game, all right? You know, pass rating of 126. This guy is off his rocker. And it, it's, it's nothing new, to be honest, because he's always been throwing. It's just the fact that he was having more interceptions than touchdowns, right? This time around, he's having more touchdowns than interceptions. So, you know, if you're streaming a quarterback, I know Derek Carr's out there. If you need him, pick him up. Josh Jacobs practice this week. He's going to be uh, in there, start him. Darrell Wallet, yes. Henry Ruggs, I've drafted him a couple of leagues late round. I'm still waiting. You know, I need more consistency from him, from Edwards to start, you know, creeping him in the lineup, right? Um, especially against the Miami defense. Yes, they're going to be up, um, but they still have Xavier Howard on the other side in the cornerback. He's going to shut those th- things down, right? So on the Miami side, Tua's out. You're going to have former Colt. Um, Jacoby briskets. Okay. That's why I usually call him briskets. All right. He's brissette, but it's briskets. Um, and this, this radius defense is, it, it's okay. Um, but I'm not starting, uh, miles Gaskin. Um, Mike Kosicki. Yes. This is, this is a good play for Mike Kosicki. Um, Jacoby knowing him from the Colts, he likes tight ends as his friend because he doesn't, throw anticipation throws, right? Meaning that he doesn't throw them into the area that they should be. He likes to just throw to the target. So um, Devonta Adams, not the play for me. Um, Jared Waddle, yes, he's going to be playing in the slot because Will Ford is going to be on the, on the other side, outside. So uh, Mike Kosicki, yes. Jared Waddle, yes, for the starts on the Miami side. And that's it for me. Cody, you got probably, I know you had a lot of, you know, crazy games beforehand but you probably got the game of the week here with the tampa bay buccaneers and the la rams so talk to us hey listen brother squeaky wheel gets the grease all right and i I finally got a a golden one golden nugget to run with here um sit the running backs don't touch these running games and just load up on on the passing games my word i mean top five and pass rate over expectation for both of these top five and situation neutral pace just just enjoy the football game. This should be so entertaining. I mean, these two aren't going to come out and just try to cram the ball down each other's throats for a seven to three game. Really, no one does that anymore. But um, you get my point. This should game, this game should be in the 30s. You have plenty of startable options. If you got Godwin Evans, we, you know, who's hit on Antonio Brown, he's going to be sitting. So if you're in super deep leagues, Scotty Miller, even really deep leagues, Tyler Johnson, if you need someone that's going to potentially blow the top off, those guys could certainly lay goose eggs for you. But again, those are very deep league plays. Um, you know, you're starting Gronk, 
you're starting Tyler Higby, uh, and you're obviously starting Cooper Cup and Robert Woods. You, Rob and I talked about this on the DFS show. I mean, I kind of yes or no from you guys. I mean, even, even Andrew, I know you're kind of delegating, but I kind of want to hear your thought. Is this Robert Woods week? I was going to ask the question, is Cooper Cup going to be the wideout one for the rest of the year after you were done, basically? And and there's going to be so much offense. I think it's going to be very similar to Tampa Bay to answer your question, where we're going to have Robert Woods and Cooper Cup basically going off, same way Chris Godwin and um, Mike Evans will, because there's no Antonio Brown most likely this week. So I feel like all four of those players, well, good plays this week. To answer your question, to answer your question, Cody, I, I don't think it's going to be Robert Woods week. I just continue to think it's going to be Cooper Cup. Don't, I, don't, I just, don't doubt okay. like that. Don't do that. I, I mean, to be honest, Robert Woods is going to get there. But is he going to get the production that, of Cooper Cup? No. I just think uh, Cooper Cup is it's but better. It, but are um, they going to be above, let's just say they're, you know, what they're projected, basically? Oh, absolutely. I, you know. One thing and I'll, and I'll yeah. take that from Robert Woods yeah. right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, for Robert Woods, I think, you know, a good game from him is probably four for 70 something and a touchdown. You love that. Right. I mean, because you can get that from Matt Stafford. Right. But I mm-hmm. just think the chemistry these past two weeks, you can see how easy they just connect with Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup. I have Cooper Cup in one league. I almost traded him before for another package, man. But these two are just linking up. This is, to be honest, think back to Matthew Stafford and Megatron and how they can just click. Yo. How, how they, I'm telling you right now. The chemistry. This, I, I know what you're saying. Put, I know what you're saying. The chemistry. But you, all, you really, really think oh, wide receiver one the rest of the way. Uh, or a wide receiver one. Has to be. There's no, there's, I don't see anything. For them to get slow, like nobody's slowing them down. There's no shot. There's no shot because take take Robert Woods out. Tyler Higby's is still there. He's getting some targets, yeah. right? Um, yeah. Darren Henderson is running the ball. You know, giving them not RB one, but RB two numbers, and then Robert Woods is still there on the other side, taking away the short route. They're still scared of Robert Woods. Mm-hmm. Don't get it wrong. You know, the defense mm-hmm. is still scared of Robert Wood, but uh, I just he just finds himself open. Like Cooper, Cooper Cup just finds it open. I think he's gonna be wide receiver one all the way down. Well, Ooze, we hit on this and and see, guys, this is why we go rapid fire on on teams like the Saints, Pats, and, and Jets Broncos. You're welcome, world. All right. So we can dive into this, <laughs> this stuff. I mean, goodness gracious, but I feel sorry for those fan bases. But Ooze, when you came on my pod the first time. And, you know, we kind of had the introduction to you and everything. Do you remember how much we talked about the Rams? How remember how they I, what, uh, like three mm, years ago, they were they were top five in dot and Yak. Mm-hmm. Right. And then by the time God got left, they were still top five in Yak, Rut Woods and Cup. Mm-hmm. And they were bottom five or bottom 10 in dot. All right. And now Matthew Stafford comes in and nothing's changed. Like with with Yak. Nope, like those dudes just, can still break free and they're just Downfield, it's downfield. Just downfield. I mean, that's and, I, and I said that, that this guy's just going to unlock it to like bring it to another level, right? Because mm-hmm. not for nothing, Jared Goff can throw those deep balls, right? But it's something about him thinking the release time, the anticipation, everything about Matthew Stafford. He's been doing it longer. He had a receiver like that in Megatron, but a bigger body and fast. He just had this guy who's just technically sound, mm-hmm. right? Cooper Cup is technically sound, route, route running sound, right? Mm-hmm. Hands sound. 
So when he's throwing that ball, he's no doubt in his mind he's going to catch this ball. And it's going to be deep, right? 160? Come on. This is like this this guy is just going off. Did we just convince everyone to sign over their family fortunes for Cooper Cup in their fantasy leagues? Because I, mean, I, I think do, I think we do, might have. I mean, I mean, honest, I'm not gonna, he looks incredible, and a lot of those things we talked about months ago, it's it's come to fruition. Uh, yeah, and absolutely. This, is, and this week gotta, too, and this week too, just to like you know, I know we're we're on this. I'm just transitioning over to my game, right? Which is the Seahawks and the Vikings. Seahawks, you know, for DFS, one of my lineups. I'm either stacking uh, Russell Wilson and Lockett again, because I did it last week, but I had got, I got to put Cooper Cup in it for that game because you're looking at the Vikings, right? Vikings had 400 yards and three touchdowns that Kyler Murray threw against them. 400 yards. If Kyler Murray's doing that, what do you think Russell Wilson going to do this week? Okay. Light them up, baby. Light them up, lock it. Light them up. So you're starting to lock it. DK, you know, he's been invisible, but at the same time, I feel like DK is one of the distractions, right? Because he's big, he's fast. You know, he's going to get his. And people are so scared of him. But Ty Lockett is going to blow the top off. They, you know, they're getting the same chemistry, the same vision that Matthew Safford and Cooper Cup is doing. So you're starting to lock it. Chris Carson. I like this front, this, this front four of the, of the Vikings. Chris Carson hasn't been running well the past two weeks against the Colts and then against um, who did I forgot who they played last week, but he didn't he didn't perform as as a RB one. So you're still starting him. He's going to be your RB two, maybe your flex play um, if you have a better option. But you're starting um, Lockett, you're starting DK, you start Russell Wilson. Easy as that. And on the other side. You still have Kirk Cousins, who is surprisingly good. Okay. He's he's throwing KJ Osborne, Justin Jefferson, and it's just this. I, I'm I, I love football, right? Because Adam Thielen is doing his thing, all right, over there. And it's gonna be another top wide receiver for him. He had 13 touchdowns last year. He might be having 13 plus more this year as well. Okay, so on that game, you're starting KJ. If you have him on flex play, deeper leagues, um, Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson and Dalvin Cook, who's who's still running like he never got injured two years ago. Love it. Uh, Two things to point out. Kirk Cousin is QB 10 right now, which I'm loving it. It's crazy. And I think right before the season started, I bought some of symbol stock for the Rams. Cause I don't know. I just felt like it was going to be a good season to harp on everything we were talking about with the Rams. All right. For these last two games, we're going to switch it up. Cody, we're going to start off with the Monday night game, our beloved Cowboys versus the Eagles, which surprisingly has the second highest um, Vegas point total of the week. I don't know why 50, well, it's tied with another game. It's tied with Seattle, Minnesota, but 52 and a half. Monday night, divisional game. Tell us what you got with the boys. The boys, number two in situation neutral pace. Philadelphia, number 17, mid-pack. Not bad, not bad. I think this game, the, re- the reason that total is there is because obviously 
Dallas, if they can, they're going to go at breakneck speed. They're going to throw the ball. Uh, we did see them dial it back and run it a little more last week. That could have been because of the Chargers secondary. Um, but that, sh- that could potentially help speed up Philly, which could open up this game. So it really could be a fairly high total and a fun one to watch. And these two teams can uh, put up some points, especially the first divisional matchup of the year. Uh, I, think, I think they certainly certainly could. That Dallas defense still a little bit of Swiss cheese. I think Jalen Hurts, you're, you're always starting him because of that rushing equity. He's easily can get 100 yards rushing a game. Trevon Diggs over there and Devontae Smith. I'm, I'm dialing back expectations for Smith. And the, these – um, wide receivers for Philly, I'm weekly to kind of dialing back expectations because they take shots downfield. Jalen's uh hurts his arm. I mean, Andrew, we talked about this. Shout out to Sammy. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of those deep balls Jalen Hurts was throwing were beautiful. I know a couple of them got called back last week, but man, that deep one, I think it was to Quez Watkins. Was that where the 90 yarder went? I mean, yes. dude, some of those th- throws were absolutely gorgeous. And so Rager, Smith, Watkins, I mean they're all going to get deep shots taken to them downfield. And one or two of them are going to pop off, especially against the Dallas secondary. I mean, there's no doubt about that. The only reason I think Devonte Smith is the least likely is if he does find that Trayvon Diggs shadow, but that's tough to pre- project if he was, he's going to get that shadow. So I think he's still startable. Um, I think the Mike Evans of the world, Mike Williams of the world, they're going to be more likely to get it because of the reputation and clout that they have. Uh, so they, they were more likely to get a lot of attention from Diggs with safety help over the top. But realistically, apart from that, I mean, Miles Sanders, Jalen Hurts, I, I think they'll take turns with touchdowns. The thing that scares me that to temper expectations on Miles Sanders is Kenneth Gainwell eating into the red zone opportunity share. Miles Sanders, I think, has actually looked really well. He's ran the ball really well, has had a higher rushing share than we expected of greater than 60%. And in that first game, 70%. But Kenneth Gainwell is grabbing red zone carries. So I do think that's something if um, I don't know that Kenneth Gainwell is there yet for uh, a deep, deep sleeper, uh, deep league, 14, 16 team leagues, but he he's certainly under consideration. Miles Sanders, let's watch that moving forward. That's going to be something may, maybe you guys want to revisit next week is, is what did Miles Sanders do, do when they got to the red zone? On the Dallas side, you're starting Cooper. He's probably I'm sure he's going to be fine. He was hit on that with the news. He should be fine. Sorry, Cooper, I gave – you're starting Lamb. I gave Cedric Wilson as a potential sleeper in a deep league. He can go right back there. He's going to get the Michael Gallup target share. Everyone was on him last week, and then they want to dump him after one slow week. Michael Gallup will be the same same way, four to six good quality targets. Some weeks he pops off for a good flex play, other weeks he doesn't. Cedric Wilson is still going to be there. Keep rolling with Dak, stick with him. I think what's going to be tougher is running the ball against this Philadelphia front. I think you can throw the ball on him, um, but I think it'll be tougher to, to run the ball. Uh, I do think over the course of the season, Zeke's going to be Zeke's going to ultimately be fine, but I don't know if he's going to return that first round draft capital. We hit on that in the week two review because Pollard looks really good and they're going to keep giving him the ball. So there's going to be a little bit of a split there moving forward. But uh, ultimately, there should be four or five really good fantasy plays from this game between the two teams, uh, especially in uh, Cooper Lamb. And then you got a couple of those sleepers there with uh, guys like a Cedric Wilson or or. Um, or Jalen Rigger, Quez Rockins, if Devontae Smith is getting all that attention. That was kind of a fun one to break down. I mean, you know, obviously I love it. me and Andrew are, are Dallas fans. I think it's going to be a fun one. I'm glad I got to end, end this show on some, some <laughs> cash rate over expectation and some situation neutral pace. I mean, my, my two favorite stats that a lot of times I think tell you a lot about an offense, tell you a lot about your fantasy investment. Correct, correct. All right, Ooze, last game, Sunday night. Aaron Rodgers back in prime time. He told the whole nation basically what last week's game, relax. 
And that's a, basically what they did. And now they're going up against the 49ers who lost all the running backs. So come on, give us what you got. Oh, man. I mean, this game, I feel like is going to get out of hand for San Francisco. And Trey Lance may be seeing some time this game. Because if they, if Aaron Rodgers does what he does and perform like he did last week, it's going to be crazy. Look at look at Devonta Adams. Devonta Adams, nine targets, eight receptions, 121 yards. Didn't get my touchdown, though. Okay? I'm so mad for him. A parlay should have hit. I had an anytime touchdown out of 121 yards. Devonta, you couldn't score once. Once? You gave Aaron Jones four touchdowns? Four? Oh, my God. I'm so sad. But at the same time, you're starting everybody on the, on the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, Tunyon even, you know, got himself a tutty. All right? Which is crazy because he only had a couple yards. I keep trying to tell Lance this regression is coming for Tunyon. Okay? Aaron Jones, you're starting him looking great. All right? On the San Francisco, San Francisco side, like Cody said, I'm not touching that circus of running backs this 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 week. You got to see what happens. All right, they picked up three more running backs because of the injured running backs they have now, right? So on that side, George Kittle is going to be going to be there. Brandon is going to get more touches this week, and uh, Debo is going to get his his his, uh, his uh, points. So watch out for Trey Lance coming in. Because I feel like it's gonna get away from them, but that's it for that for the game previews. Outstanding, guys! That was I got something to say. Go ahead. All right, Andrew <laughs> scared me. <laughs> I know. Sorry, I got a trade since we're talking season long. Yeah, Andrew tried to trade me for Mike Evans. Okay, I did. No, McGuire. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> I was like, I didn't do that. In the roster up league, what's he? What's he? In the roster up league. This is the trade that I instantly instantly declined. Okay, uh, is Andy Mack about to just get smashed on our? Plate? It, it was it was Damian Harris and Darius Slayton for Mike Evans. Yo, come on! Who who, who huh? are the running backs in that league? Oh my goodness! My running backs are Jade. Uh, well, I. My my running backs are Jonathan Taylor and right now is Sony Michelle. Jonathan Taylor and Sony Michelle. Ah, you're hurting. I'm hurting, but not that bad. <laughs> yeah, not to that degree. Not to that degree. That's this Damian guy, Harris for Mike Evans. This, this guy really disrespected me, man. It's it's like Andrew, you can't be disrespecting people. Yeah, come trades. on, bro. I do this. <laughs> I do this. Like I do he, this. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. This guy, this guy is two and zero, oh, and I'm one and one. He thought, yeah, he needs some help. He got Sony Michelle there. Let me <laughs> let me try to fleece him. This guy tried to fleece me for Mike Evans. Okay, it's not my fault that you guys left Mike Evans and Chris Godwin out there. Okay, I I got part of that offense. I got seventy five percent of that offense. Oh. All right. So if you want if you want Mike Evans, come correct, please. <laughs> yo, yo, you got Javante Williams. What you got? Your, you're fine. Oh yeah, I forgot. Are you are you, I, are you starting Michelle over Javante Williams this week? I might. Yo, I, I, it it depends on it depends on tomorrow. I got to see what. I, 
Yeah, I gotta, I gotta. <laughs> see. Have you been, have you been drinking this podcast juice? Yo, the podcast juice. That <laughs> yeah, maybe responsible. What's happened to you? Post What's Yo, going so, on? So, so this, like, listen, 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 listen. Yeah, it made me take listen. my my headphones listen. off. Yeah, listen, listen, listen. I am waiting for Friday. Okay, Friday, the last of the uh, the last injury reports come out. So I go in, look at those, see what happens. He um, the days he Darren Harrison practices limited full practice. If he doesn't, I might start him. If not, Javante is going in. But as we're just talking about it, I'm going to switch out Javante. Javante's going in. What am I doing? Outstanding. <laughs> what am I doing? Javante's going in. Javante might have to have a game of his life going against the Jets. You know what? I'll put it right here. Javante Williams. Is this the breakout week? Eight. This is my. This. Give me one second. <laughs> Trying to calculate some stats. Yes. Should I, should I just never show my face if you bench Michelle and he scores like three touchdowns? Oh, God, I'll be so <laughs> mad because I know I know if I had to play in my head and you you didn't give it to me. <laughs> because because you told you told me I was drinking that juice. <laughs> He told me I was drinking that juice. So oh. if, if if that happens, I might be. Oh man! Oh, Javante. Okay, all right. If you're listening to this, if, you have, if you're a Javante owner, please, please start him. Please start him. Hit us. Okay. Please start him. Okay, Javante is going for one on one, and two tutties this week. Breakout. Ooh. Whoa, yo! <laughs> so we're talking, we're talking twenty-two Absolutely. fantasy points. Yes, sir. Over a hundred yards rushing and mm-hmm. two touchdowns. Yep. You heard it here first, guys. On 30, the 30, 30 yards, thirty yards, thirty yards receiving as well. Oh God, <laughs> twenty-five fantasy points. So he's gonna be within RB top ten. Mostly. He'll be top 10. He'll be top or 10. At least he'll, be, he'll, be, he'll be RB1 this week. We, we just, oh my God. We just went from popping off on Andy Mack to just calling the Javante Williams breakout game. We, <laughs> oh, absolutely. This is what we do. I love it. <laughs> I love it. So we're going to end the show with an in season tip, guys. And you can chime in on this. Uh, I'm going to kind of give the tip and then give two stories, and you guys can chime in. But I want to say, Guys, anyone who's listening, anyone who's playing fantasy, your first goal is to get to the playoffs. You can't win a championship if you don't make it to the playoffs. So two quick stories to illustrate. One year I'm in my family league. I missed the playoffs because I missed one game. The last game I didn't win and I lost it by less than a point. Then looking at who I would have played in the playoffs, I would have won the whole league. But if I had one game earlier in the season, I would have won and I would have been another champion in this league once again. On the flip side, in our rough league, which Ooze can attest to, even though he just stepped away, in our zero year versus me versus Mike, I my team was not so hot. I snuck into the playoffs at the sixth team, the bottom seed you can get into the playoffs and somehow my team went on a run and went to the championship but I lost on either a kick kicker or defense play 
regardless, I thought my team wasn't that good and I wasn't going to make it the playoffs, but I sneak into the playoffs and make it to the championship. So whatever you think, if your team is, you know, bad now, just chip away and try and make off to the playoffs. And you never know what's going to happen once you get there. But your first goal, don't go get wide eyed for, you know, trophies and all those things. You got to make it to the playoffs first. So do what you can now throughout the season to make it to the playoffs. Other than that, that's our show. I don't know where Ooze went unless Cody has any more things to say. It's been real. Ooze is back. Ooze, we're just saying goodbye. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) That's how we like to end it right there. (laughs) 